don't teach you about being a teacher is how to teach classroom procedures. Sure, you may have had some experience during your student teaching, but unless you were actually there when your mentor teacher taught their class at the beginning of the year, you likely have no idea how to teach your kids the classroom procedures and expectations at the beginning of the year. In fact, I was so new to teaching classroom procedures that I thought my students weren't behaving rather than actually taking a second to take a look at how I was asking them to behave and do things in the classroom. What this commonly looks like in the classroom is your kids constantly getting out of their seat, blurting out, interrupting you when you're talking, not sitting crisscross at the carpet. You get the idea. And I'm guessing what your solution has been is scrolling Instagram, Pinterest, or TikTok looking for the latest classroom management tips to help you around this. And how do I know? Because I did the exact same thing. Instead, what you need to be doing is looking at your classroom procedures and how you are teaching your kids. So if you can relate to any of this, hang tight because I'm going to share with you the top three mistakes I made teaching kindergarten classroom procedures for years. That way you don't have to learn the hard way like I did. Hey, teacher bestie. My name's Helena and I'm the creator of the Present Teacher Podcast. I'm a first year teacher coach. And in this podcast, you are going to learn everything from simple, actual classroom management, social emotional learning, and teacher wellness strategies. You know that impact you want to make in the classroom? Well, we're going to make it happen here. Before we get started talking about the mistakes I made when I first started teaching classroom procedures, I want to give you a little background on my experience with classroom procedures. You see, I had gone through my teaching program. In fact, I graduated from Eastern Oregon University with my master's in elementary education, and I did complete a placement for a year. But the problem was, by the time I joined, My mentor teacher had already taught the classroom procedures at the beginning of the year, so I'd completely missed everything, and that left me guessing on how to do it. During the second placement in the middle of the year, those kids had already been trained too, so I had no idea what it should look like at the beginning of the year. So what did I do? I guessed, and it wasn't until I met this lovely person online. You've heard me talk about her before because she is just amazing, and it's lovely Miss May from OneFab Teaching. I will put some of her videos or her channel down below, but she was one of the first teachers I saw online actually talking about how to teach classroom procedures. After watching her videos, I started experimenting with how to teach procedures in the classroom and I took some of what she taught me and kind of made it my own and mixed things up a bit and kind of expanded on it. Along this journey, I started realizing that I was teaching classroom procedures, especially in my kindergarten classroom, very, very wrong. So here are the top three mistakes I was making while teaching classroom procedures in my kindergarten classroom. The first mistake I was making when teaching classroom procedures is I wasn't modeling to my kindergartners what it should look like and sound like. If anything, I was just telling them what to do and expecting them to understand what I was wanting them to do. It's like I would tell them once and I expected them to do everything perfectly. And you know, honestly, despite taking so many classes on the proper use of modeling and the importance of practicing, I seemed to over miss or to miss that when it came to procedures. And then later I would get frustrated when my kids weren't doing what I was expecting of them because they had never been demonstrated what it should look like it sound like to do that. It's no wonder my students and I had such a hard time. That's why I highly recommend you model and show your kids what it should look like and sound like. 
actually get up and teach them and show them what it should look like and sound like, have them model it too, have them model it the wrong way, and then have them practice again. Practice makes perfect here and modeling is super important. The next mistake I was making while teaching my kindergarten classroom procedures was I wasn't providing a visual. After I told my students once what I was expecting them to do, I would expect them to remember it unless I gave them a verbal redirection or a verbal reminder on what they should be doing. Just like anything though, it takes practice to get things down. And especially at such a young age, a visual reminder is super important. So whether you're making a chart in class of all the procedures and expectations, or you make cute little graphics like the ABC song in the bathroom to remind your kids to sing the ABCs, the raise your hand sign, or the sitting crisscross applesauce, a picture of it by your carpet. Either way, provide visuals for your kids as a model to remind them what it should look like, sound like, and what everything should be like as far as the classroom procedure is. This will really help your kids remember and get have that visual reminder on what they should be doing and what it should look like. It never crossed my mind in the beginning to display those kinds of things, but it's really important that you do. The next mistake I would make while teaching kindergarten classroom procedures is I wasn't reviewing with my kids. Like I said earlier, I would give them a visual redirect or a visual reminder of what it should look like and sound like, but I wouldn't take time to actually model to them and have them practice like I did at the beginning of the year. But what you'll find is reviewing those procedures are really important. Sometimes when I like, or some different times that I like to review procedures are before or after any major break, or whenever I notice that my kids seem to have forgotten or not follow the classroom procedures we had talked about earlier. Kids make mistakes just like we do, so it's important to have those times to review the process and review the expectations in class whenever you feel like you need it. I know this may seem tedious, but it's really important that you take this step of reviewing because it's really going to minimize some of the disruptive behavior you're having in class. Those were the three top mistakes I made while teaching kindergarten classroom procedures. And if you are new to teaching primary, I highly recommend you check out this guide where I answer your top 10 questions about teaching the primary grades. Thank you so much for joining me and I will see you next time, teacher bestie. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. I hope that you were able to take away some value that will help you thrive inside and out of the classroom. It would mean the world to me if you could take five seconds right now and leave a review on this podcast. And if you found this podcast especially helpful, make sure to take a screenshot of this episode right now and tag me on your socials to let me know you're listening. As always, remember that we are stronger together with all the love in the world, Helena, aka the present teacher. See you next time, teacher bestie.